For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject the Holy Spirit in the Torah, Prophets, and New Testament. This is part two of the series. Let's summarize once again the seven manifested spirits of the kingdom of the God of Israel. And they are, number one, the Spirit of the Lord. Number two, the Spirit of Wisdom. Number three, the Spirit of Understanding. Number four, the Spirit of Counsel. Number five, the Spirit of Might. Number six, the Spirit of Knowledge. Number seven, the Spirit of the Fear of the Lord. So let's see how these seven manifested characteristics and attributes of the Holy Spirit get manifested in our lives. The first one we're going to look at is the Spirit of the Lord. And in Judges chapter 6 verse 34 it is written, But the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon and he blew a trumpet. Next we're going to look at Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 1. Yeshua made reference to this verse pertaining to him in Luke chapter 4 verse 18. That being the case, let's now read from Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1 as it is written. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. So these are the ways in which the Spirit of the Lord manifests to anoint someone for service, and in doing so, sending them out to accomplish a task, so that they would declare the message of the Lord, and to set people free. So now let's look at another thing that's associated with the Spirit of the Lord. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 2, it is written, Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Yeshua Messiah is come in the flesh is of God. Next, we're going to look at the spirit of the fear of the Lord. In Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 12, it is written, And now Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all of his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul? So the God of Israel requires that his people fear him. When we fear him, what do we do? We want to please him by keeping his Torah. In Deuteronomy chapter 17 verse 19 it is written, And it shall be with him, and he shall read therein all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Lord his God, to keep all the words of this Torah and these statutes to do them. So the result of fearing the Lord is to obey his voice, to follow his Torah. In other words, we are led and guided into all truth. And how does this happen? 
through the Holy Spirit. In 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 14, it is written, And you will fear the Lord and serve him and obey his voice, and not rebel against the commandment of the Lord. Then shall both you and also the king that reigns over you continue following the Lord your God. So in this we can see that the God of Israel requires that those who believe in him to fear him, and to fear him means to obey his voice and keep his Torah, and that is walking in wisdom. In Job chapter 28 verse 28 is written, And unto man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. In Psalm 111 verse 10 it is written, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, a good understanding have all they that do his commandments his praise endures forever and now proverbs chapter 9 verse 10 it is written the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding in proverbs chapter 1 verse 7 it is written the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge but fools despise wisdom and instruction so next we're going to look at the attribute of the spirit of wisdom and understanding and once again we're going to see that this is associated with keeping the torah of the god of israel in first chronicles chapter 22 verse 12 it is written only the lord give you wisdom and understanding and give you charge concerning israel that you may keep the torah of the lord your God. We can see how keeping the Torah of the God of Israel is wisdom and understanding from Deuteronomy chapter 4 verses 5 and 6 and verse 8 it is written, Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Lord my God commanded me that you should do so in the land where you go to possess. Keep therefore and do them, for this following the Torah, is your wisdom and understanding in the sight of the nations, which shall hear of these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what nation is there so great that has statutes and judgments so righteous as all this Torah, which I set before you this day? So Paul made a reference to the spirit of wisdom and understanding in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17, as it is written, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So what is the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Yeshua? It's to follow his Torah by his spirit. Then Paul writes in Colossians chapter 1 verses 8 and 9, Who has declared unto us your love in the Spirit? For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So what is his will? In Psalm chapter 40 verse 8 we're told that doing his will is having his Torah upon our heart. So the spirit of knowledge follows the Torah. When you have a lack of knowledge, you reject the Torah. In Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 it is written, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge of what? Let's continue reading. Because you've rejected knowledge, I will reject you, and you will be no priest to me. Seeing that you've forgotten the Torah of your God, I will also forget your children. So we can see how the spirit of knowledge is associated with following and keeping the Torah by the Holy Spirit. In Malachi chapter 2 verse 7 it is written, For the priest's lips should keep knowledge, and they should seek the Torah at his mouth, for he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. So next we're going to see that through the spirit of wisdom and knowledge and understanding upon Bezalel, he was able to be used by the God of Israel in constructing the tabernacle in the wilderness. 
In Exodus chapter 31, verses 2 and 3, it is written, See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. Next, we're going to look at the spirit of counsel and might. In Job chapter 12, verse 9 and verse 13, it is written, Who knows not in all these that the hand of the Lord has wrought this? With him is wisdom and strength. He has counsel and understanding. So what is the counsel of the Lord? It's to follow his Torah by his spirit. In Psalm 119, verse 24, it is written, Your testimonies also are my delight and my counselors. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 1 and verse 14, it is written, Does not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice? Counsel is mine in sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. So next we can see how counsel is associated with obeying the Torah of the God of Israel and faithfulness, as we have seen earlier in the teaching in Psalm 119, verse 142, that the Torah is truth. So now, in Isaiah chapter 25, verse 1, it is written, O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name, for you have done wonderful things. Your counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. So now we're going to see from Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 18, that following the Torah is the spirit of counsel. Then said they, Come, and let us devise devices against Jeremiah. For the Torah shall not perish from the priest, nor counsel from the wise. So the Torah is the counsel of the wise, nor the word from the prophet. We can further see this in Ezekiel chapter 7, verse 26, as it is written. Mischief shall come upon mischief, and rumor shall be upon rumor. Then shall they seek a vision of the prophet, but the Torah shall perish from the priest, and counsel from the ancients. So next we're going to see from Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11, that Sarah was only able to conceive in her old age when she received the strength of the Holy Spirit. So in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 11 it is written, Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Next we're going to see that we are empowered to do godly tasks for the kingdom of God by the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8 it is written, But you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Receive power For what purpose? And you will be witnesses unto me, that is, witnesses of Yeshua, in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. The Word of God, or the Torah, as the Torah and the Word of God are synonymous terms, is the sword of the Spirit. In Ephesians chapter 6 verse 17 it is written, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. We are able to preach the word of God by the power of God, which is the Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 4 and 5, Paul explains, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So Paul proclaimed Yeshua by the power of the Holy Spirit. That is because in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20, it is written, For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. 
In other words, the proclamation of the word of God by the Holy Spirit. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 5, it is written, For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power, and in the Holy Spirit, and in much assurance, as you know what manner of men we were among you for your sake. So we are given the anointing of the Holy Spirit to do a task in the kingdom of God to bear fruit for his kingdom to set the captive free. In Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1 it is written, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of prison to them that are bound. We are able to cast out demons by the Holy Spirit. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 28, it is written, But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. In Luke chapter 4, verse 36, it is written, And they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. People are healed by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Luke chapter 5, verse 17, it is written, And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law, sitting by which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. We can see how people are healed by the Holy Spirit from Luke chapter 6, verse 19, as it is written. And the whole multitude sought to touch him, that is Yeshua, for there went virtue out of him, and he healed them all. Then referring to Yeshua healing people, we are told in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, how God anointed Yeshua of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit, Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1, and with power, the power of the Holy Spirit, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So not just Yeshua, but members of the body of Messiah are given power to cast out demons and heal the sick. In Luke chapter 9 verse 1 it is written, Then he called his twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. Through the Holy Spirit, we see signs, wonders, and miracles. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 22, it is written, And the Lord showed signs and wonders, great and sore, upon Egypt, upon Pharaoh, and upon all his household before our eyes. Then in Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 8, it is written, And the Lord brought us forth out of Egypt with signs and wonders. We can see how through the Holy Spirit comes signs, wonders, and miracles from Mark chapter 16, verse 20, as it is written. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. So the disciples of Yeshua, also called apostles or sent ones, perform signs, wonders, and miracles through and by the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 2, verses 42 and 43, it is written, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And now in Acts chapter 4 verse 13 it is written, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, that is disciples of Yeshua, who he sent out, they became apostles, perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled, and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Yeshua. 
Continuing in Acts chapter 4, verses 14 and 16, it is written, And beholding the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. That is, those who were opposed what Peter and John were doing by the power of the Holy Spirit. And they said, What shall we do with these men? For that indeed a notable miracle had been done by them is manifest to all of them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. Continuing in Acts chapter 4 verses 22 and verse 30, it is written, For the man was above forty years old on whom this miracle of healing was shown, by stretching forth your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of your holy child, Yeshua. And now in Acts chapter 4 verse 31, it is written, And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. We can further see how it is through the Holy Spirit is the manifestation of signs, wonders, and miracles from Acts chapter 6 verse 8 as it is written. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. And then in Acts chapter 15 verse 12 it is written, Then all the multitude kept silence and gave audience to Barnabas and Paul, declaring what miracles and wonders God had wrought among the Gentiles by them. Now, in Acts chapter 19, verses 11 and 12, it is written, And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought under the sick handkerchiefs, or aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Furthermore, Paul proclaimed in Romans chapter 15, verse 19, Through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about unto Illyricum, I have fully preached the gospel of Messiah. And one more example from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. Truly the signs of an apostle were wrought among you in all patience, in signs and wonders and mighty deeds. So now we're going to see that all seven of these manifested attributes of the Holy Spirit was upon Yeshua and present in his ministry. For in John chapter 3 verse 34 it is written, For he whom God has sent spoke the words of God, for God gave not his spirit by measure unto him. So in other words, Yeshua had the Spirit of God without measure. Next, we're going to see that there are a diversity of spiritual gifts given to members of the body of the Messiah from the Holy Spirit. Paul explains this beginning in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 8 and 9, as it is written. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit. Continuing in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 10, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. Now in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 11, For all these works that one and self same spirit, dividing or distributing to every man, that is, those of the body Messiah, severally as he wills. And then in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 18, But now has God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it has pleased him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28, Paul goes on to say, And God has set some in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. And then Paul finishes his teaching on the diversity of spiritual gifts that come from the Holy Spirit given 
to various members of the body of Messiah in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 29 to 31, as it is written. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all workers of miracles? Have all the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16, it is written, Know ye not that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? So when the Spirit of God dwells in us, we are to be led by the Spirit of God. In Romans chapter 8, verse 14, it is written, For as many that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And by being led by the Spirit of God, we will ultimately, by allowing the Spirit of God work in our lives, we will produce the fruit of the Spirit, which Paul explains in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. As it is written, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, etc. So now let's summarize the last part of this teaching. Number one, Yeshua has the seven spirits of God, which are also around the throne of the God of Israel. Number two, manifested through the Holy Spirit are seven spirits or attributes of the Holy Spirit, and they are 1. The Spirit of the Lord 2. The Spirit of Wisdom 3. The Spirit of Understanding 4. The Spirit of Counsel 5. The Spirit of Might 6. The Spirit of Knowledge and 7. The Spirit of the Fear of the Lord Point number 3. We are empowered to be a witness of Yeshua on the earth by the Holy Spirit. Number four, the Word of God or the Torah, as they are synonymous terms, is the sword of the Holy Spirit. Number five, we are to preach the Word of God by the power of God, which is the Holy Spirit. Number six, we are anointed by the Holy Spirit to cast out demons and to heal the sick. Number seven, signs, wonders, and miracles are done through and by the Holy Spirit. Number eight, there are diversities of gifts given by the Holy Spirit to members of the body of Messiah. Number nine, not all members of the body of Messiah are given the same gifts of the Holy Spirit. And finally, number 10, Yeshua was given the Holy Spirit without measure. In other words, he had all seven manifested attributes of the Holy Spirit upon him and manifesting and working through his ministry. Well, that's going to conclude this teaching on the Holy Spirit as we've seen that the Holy Spirit isn't just something that's associated with the New Covenant in the New Testament. But the Holy Spirit has been, from the beginning, from the creation of the heavens and the earth, as we've seen many examples of the role of the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit operates from Genesis to Revelation. And in doing so, we saw that Yeshua, the Torah, and the Holy Spirit are one. You cannot separate Yeshua from his Torah. You can't separate Yeshua's Torah from his Holy Spirit. And in following the Torah of Yeshua, you cannot separate following his Torah from the working of his Holy Spirit. That in order to be followers of Yeshua, we need to believe that he is the Messiah. We need to make him Savior and Lord of our lives. And we need to live out our faith in him by following his Torah, which is his word, through the help and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And as we make ourselves available to be servants of Yeshua and servants of his kingdom, and as he shows us our role and place in the kingdom, 
for the purpose of bearing fruit for his kingdom and bringing glory to the God of Israel, we can only do so through the help and the inspiration of his Holy Spirit working in us and through us to be a blessing to others. So remember always these words in 1 John chapter 2, verse 6. He that says he abides in him, he who says he's a believer in Yeshua as the Messiah, ought himself to walk, that means to live our lives, even as he walked. And how did Yeshua walk? How did he live his life? He followed the Torah through the leading, guidance, and direction of the Holy Spirit to set the captive free. Well, that's going to conclude part two of the series on the subject, the Holy Spirit in the Torah, Prophets, and New Testament. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.